Welcome back to the Etceteras. As always, I'm your host, Eddie Gonzalez. I am joined by second team All-NBA forward. Unfortunately. Kevin Durant, my man, my brother. How you been? I'm good, man. It's been some time since we've done this. When was the last time we did this? Right before playoffs? Right before playoffs. Yeah, and it's two months out of the finals and a lot of stuff has happened. Champions have been crowned. Yeah. A lot, a lot of stuff, stuff has happened. You've remained the topic of conversation this whole time. For some odd reason. <laughs> it's the new media that's out there for Yeah, the new media. So, eventful week, the draft, by the time this comes up, the draft will have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounded like Jabari is going to go first. Mm. Talented guy. I'm excited for him. Excited for all the new draftees. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Um, First of all, who goes top three? I mean, because you got Ben Carroll, you have Chet Holmgren and Jabari. I'm, I, those three guys are kind of interchangeable, it's, uh, almost in my opinion. And so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, anxious to see, especially at number two, because OKC is, you know, um, one of the franchises that was looking for mm-hmm. a franchise-changing player. You know, and uh, you can kind of see. Well, there are uh, three. That okay, Orlando, see? Houston. I OKC. thought no, I thought OKC was two. Mm-mm, they're three. All right, let's check. You want to bet? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure, bro. All right. I'm. <laughs> All right. Twenty twenty two. NBA draft order. I think Houston's three, bro. What? All right. Never yeah. mind. Forget everything I you just said. You have to do more research. All right? Forget everything I just so, said. So yeah, so I've had it mixed up all <clears> week. So you actually thought that Houston was two. Yeah, um, I'm like, yo, they're they're geek for Paolo. They're they're ready. No, nah, I think Paolo, I mean, Paolo's looking like he's going to Houston at this point. Yeah, I think three. Chet makes most sense. Chet makes okay, most sense. See. But either one of those dudes in that second spot, I think OKC is, you know, obviously they had superstar players already. Mm-hmm. So they're looking forward to, you know, bringing that 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 number two pick into uh to the program. I mean, cause looking like we got a few, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, generational talents. Yeah, even Jaden Ivey, who sounds like he's gonna be fourth, whether the Kings take him or not. Shaden Sharp. You know, there's a lot of guys in this draft who look yeah, like some talented guys in this draft, man. You know, even mm-hmm. even uh, Matherin from Arizona. Matherin, I like a lot Matherin. of talent there. Get the right situation. Yeah. See what he turns into. Keegan, Keegan Murray, like Keegan Murray's another one who he's one of those guys who probably most day one ready right yeah. now. Yeah. Just yeah. his ability to score. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's some talent, some talent coming up next year. It's always good to see young players come into the league and fulfill their dreams mm-hmm. of being in the NBA and, you know, step into being a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? That's, was, a, that's a huge lifestyle change, and I, I'm, I get excited seeing these dudes get that opportunity. Was that night everything he was hoping it was going to be? Yes. <laughs> I mean, especially your whole life, you hear about it, and, you know, you see um, – there's a different level financially, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, you want to be able to take care of your family and new city, new buy new whatever you want, you know. Kind of live as a grown up now. So these kids are 19, 20 years old and still think you should be number one. I think, you know, obviously Greg Oden, unfortunately, done different injuries, different career path, but I think looking back, it's one of those ones. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Greg. Shout out to Greg. Great man. player. I wish he'd have, I wish he'd have had a full career because yeah. He for sure would have been a all-star. Yeah. One of those bigs that we talked about, you know, for a long time. But does that still does it gnaw at you? Nah, like, not as not much. Not no more? Not as much. I mean, cause I understood that pick, you know, Greg was a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he was just a dominant big. You yeah. Know? So 
if it was somebody in my position or something, maybe. But, you know, I felt like that was a can't-miss pick at that time. I posted the picture today, you and your uh, Portland workout. <laughs> yeah. How was that workout? Was it good? Yeah, they said, it was the, they said it was the best workout that they had there in Word. a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they probably was gassing me. I remember airballing a couple threes. Like, <laughs> I remember being tired as hell on a few drills. But, um, but, yeah, that process was fun, man. I mean, you go from living in a dorm room to now being almost recruited, it feels like, yeah. by NBA teams, you know. So, it was, it was, it was dope. I think about a job interview where I'd had to do physical things. Yeah. <laughs> that might blow me. That might. Yeah. I don't know. Though. We've been working out the last couple of days. I've kept up with the no, not been, the same amount of weights. No, you've been doing. But I'm at seven man. feet. So as long as you finish, that's all. It's nah, about. we some good work out here, man. How how does your off season go? Is that is that about it? So obviously, guys are not there, but we go to the gym. You get some shots. So about a good hour long, mm. full speed basketball workout. And then some weights. Is that typical for you? Yeah. I mean, you know, efficient on the court. I mean, sometimes it may take 35 minutes. Sometimes mm -hmm. it may take an hour, depending on if I'm making shots or not, you know. And um, so I you know, try to treat that like a game and approach every rep like I'm getting being guarded by a tough defender and then go to the weight room. And then some days we play pickup. And then, you know, so that may substitute the hour workout. Yeah. Um, but as long as I'm getting something in. I missed out on the pickup, man. I thought I was going to come see a little private all-star game. Me too. And it's just uh, me rebounding. Me too. So. It usually go around July. I mean, a lot of dudes still yeah. play, who are in the playoffs. A lot of dudes still, you know, you know, finishing out their little break before they get back to working out and stuff. So usually July, August is some real good bump. So July, I'm back then. I got to see this. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know you're going to come back. We're going to party again. I got to make it happen. I love the new spot. Not new. Last year? Yeah. West Coast spot. This is... Spacious. Yeah, this is perfect for yeah, Smooth. Yeah. So, all right. Um, busy week for your team. A lot of conversation about it. Multiple reports. All yeah. we know is, as of now, Kyrie has not signed. Opted out of nothing. Yeah. And that's obviously making a lot of noise. There's always this perception that you're answering the phones. You're, you know, you're handling the workouts. You're yeah. doing everything. I think for both sides, because it's two different dynamics. Obviously, this is your team that you play for, and it's one of your best friends. Like, where where do you sit in all that? Like, how what is your involvement, I guess? Because people think yeah. your involvement is everything. There's no involvement at all. I mean, I can't be involved with, this is this man's livelihood. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, uh, this is much bigger than me, you know. This is, you know, being a free agent is one of the, most important times in your career, you know? So you know, that can't be swayed by anybody else. And so I just do me and wait for the time. I mean, there's nothing can happen right now. I, mean, I don't think he can make a decision on opting out until 29th, I think. So I just kind of let let things play out and see what happens. But, you know, keep the, con keep, you know, keep the regular contact up with, you know, with Kai and, you know, see what happens, man. I'm just it's something that's so much out of my control that I I don't want to get a, be a part of it. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens, though. It's a it's a weird place for you because obviously that's a friendship that transcends all of this, you yeah. know, and a brotherhood. And it's not for you. I think that's a part a lot of people misunderstand. Like it's not for you to direct his career. Exactly. And you know. In most real world situations, that would be our approach. I've watched, you know, somebody we've worked with, where you've said, "Hey, you have to do 
what's best for you, our, our friend Pierce, and yeah. that ended up being somewhere else. And that, yo, it's still love. We're still the exactly. same friends, you exactly. know what I mean? And it's like, I, mean, I think it's hard for people to understand or accept, yeah. but that's also real life. Yeah, I mean, that's why I met with it. I mean, and, and you know, you know, basketball is obviously the most important thing, but, you know, I try not to let that get in the way of somebody else's personal decisions, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And, you know, just, but like I said, whatever happens, the friendship will still be there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks, obviously, for the Brooklyn Nets franchise and a lot of reports. I've, I've been here with you for two days, three days. Yeah. Uh, not many phone calls over here, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just reports. You know how rumors go around this time. It's draft time. The finals just ended, so, you know, we got to keep that, you know. Gotta keep the, yeah, you just got to keep that dialogue going and keep the engagement going, you know. So, um, obviously, we're an interesting topic. We got a lot going on with our team, you know, uncertainty with Ben not yeah. playing last year, us being swept in the playoffs, Kyrie situation, um, being a free agent, you know. So, there's a lot of uncertainty with our team. So, I understand why so much noise around us, but um, – as individuals, just control what you can and move forward, you know? So I when think, the time's right, everything will work out for itself. I think as a fan, and obviously as your friend, you know, you watch that Celtics series, and yeah, there are things that need to improve. You can look at the roster and say, if we had A, B, C, and D, um, and you know, that's for the Nets to figure out, and yeah, maybe those guys are already on the roster and hurt, yeah. maybe they're not, maybe you have to find them, it, it, you know, but they have to explore all that because yeah. obviously, you lost in four games, and your series ended. Yeah. Your season ended way earlier than you wanted to. So yeah. yes, improvements have to be made. Somewhere. Exactly. I mean, every team is looking to get better. Every team. Golden State is looking to get better. Yeah. Boston is looking to get better. So, you know, regardless of being swept or what, what round we lost in, we want to look to upgrade and get better from what we were. I mean, that's the this is progression of a unit. You know, so we want to keep uh you know keep building our identity. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. The identity comes from winning basketball games. Regardless, you know, so if you win basketball games, you figure out what your role is as an individual and you kind of stick to that. So that was a part about our team. We had so many moving parts that, you know, a lot of us didn't understand exactly what, what the task was for us each night. You know, it may change. So that's difficult as, as NBA players when you're trying to um, play the, at the highest level, which is the playoffs, you know, so um, throughout the whole season. But, you know, a lot of dudes stepped up and had to do what they had to do, like, Bruce this year, like mm -hmm. I seen him transform into a player with that that had confidence, that understand the game, and that's all from like the moving from our roster and having to step up and play more minutes, play different positions. So, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a double edged sword with some of that stuff. You get some development from some of your players that you need it from, but it can also you know um, disrupt you know trying to win a championship. Yeah, yeah I mean it's a process. At all times, yeah. you know, it's it's always a process of growing, of getting better. Like you said, even for the teams who just competed in the finals, mm -hmm. they want to get better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Individually, as a team, mm -hmm. in every facet. And you should. That's the point. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the finals since we did. Uh, another thing, a lot of conversation about you. I'm watching finals games, and there's debates about you beforehand, where you stand, all this other stuff. That's got to be like crazy for you. Are you used to that? Yeah, at this point I am. I mean, I think since I've been in the league, it's always been dialogue about, um, you know, 
me versus my teammates, like me versus Russell, me versus Steph and Draymond, me versus Kyrie now, mm-hmm. James. Um, you know, and a lot of people, you know, when Golden State won, it felt like they went back and said, well, if they won this one, then they could have easily won 2017, yeah. 2018 with somebody other than KD. But I'm just like, why? Uh, somebody other than me. <laughs> <laughs> like, why you want to just pull me from the group? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it'd be irritating to hear that because I just want to watch the game. And, <laughs> and, and, and I also like those dudes. Like, I played basketball with those guys. And I was a part of that dynasty that they're building right now. And I didn't think they had a dynasty until right now. You know what I'm saying? Until yeah. they won that fourth one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I had some pride. Like, damn, I was a part of something special. Even though, um, you know, it was only two championships out of the four. It's like, shit, JaVale McGee probably felt the same way I did. Yeah. David West probably felt the same way I did. You know, we all came in at the same time with the Warriors, and we had some uh, amazing times. And to see them finish it and continue it, um, yeah, you have, you have a sense of pride. But then it's to be a part of that, but then it's, then when you listen to the broadcast, it's just like, well, KD should be feeling this way. I'm just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, damn, let me just enjoy what they're doing instead of Have you trying to pit me against them because I'm always going to take my side yeah. <laughs> uh, ahead of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not going to agree with <laughs> what you're saying that, like, I didn't contribute to the dynasty. I did. So, like, I don't give a shit if it makes you feel... Um, like I'm attacking the Warriors, like I'm going to always take my side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like I contributed in a positive way every single second I was inside that arena from practice, shooting rounds, game. So it's like, you're not taking away this shit from me. I've, I'm going to always hold it in high regard, no matter how you try to put my old teammates against me, try to lie on my name and say I'm jealous and envious of these dudes. It's just like, come on, man, it's childish. There's multiple things here. I want to start with the jealousy, though. And we were talking about this. We were talking about this during the finals, too. You didn't leave and, like, burn the bridge. You didn't leave and and burn the house down and trash everybody. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know if this is just, like, a Twitter thing. And me and you are heavy on Twitter. I think it's a a real-world conversation where people think you're actually jealous of stuff. I think it's both. Feel away, you're upset. We watched Game 4. Yeah. We were excited for stuff. We were. You know, and it's like we were, and it—that's when it occurred to me. Like, it's kind of hilarious that this is the the idea of you. When I'm like, yo, that was the best thing about the finals to me was Steph got to have that iconic performance. I, I don't want to say he's like, he had great performances in the finals before, but down two one on the road, close game, and just took over. And that game four was iconic to me. Yeah. It's like much more than just the win. Like that that game right there was just like, all right, like this is one of the greatest we ever seen. And in that environment and the shots he was making. Yes. It, it was the plays he was the making. rebounds though. It was the rebounds like- for me, because that's when I playing with Steph. That's how I know he's super, super engaged when he on the boards heavy. Coming over somebody back, grabbing <laughs> off you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, he really want this. You know what I'm saying? So, and I've been in that locker room. So I was just going back in my mind, like, oh, I know what they thinking at this yeah. point. So it was kind of fun being engaged with that game. And he made it, he made it fun for everybody, just the shots he he was making and the way he led them. So, yeah, this, I mean, there's plenty of times where, you know, you could have played there for three years if you didn't see the jealousy on the court, in the right. media, like if you didn't see it, like 
I mean, why are you trying to make it up now? I mean, the, the, a thing with you and him is funny because, and I tweeted this, you know, always been graceful with each other when you guys meet up and play. You actually didn't play a few times, yeah. but traveled and seen each other. Um, we talked on this pod about when he broke the three-point record. You were actually playing that night mm -hmm. to see him. You guys celebrate. We know some of their people. I know some of the people who were cool with them. Obviously, his brother plays for your team. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if you're looking at the actual things that happened, like how could you feel that there is this jealousy? Is there a competitiveness between you guys? I don't even feel like it's that because, I mean, I don't compete with my teammates on the court. It's, it's if you have 50 and I got 15, like I'm, I'm more so competing with myself. I, I can, if this guy got it going, how can I still make every shot? You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm like, I remember games where I would have, it was a Washington game my last year at Golden State, 2019. I started the game off like six for six in the first quarter. I'm like, oh shit, this is going to be one of them nights. Shit was swishing. Second quarter, Steph got it going while I'm on the bench. And he just kept it going. And mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, let me fit in behind that. That was always my mentality. If it's my turn, then I'm going to go take <laughs> yeah, it yeah. and go do what I got to do. But if I got to fit in, it's just like, of course, I always can do that. It's easy to do that. Steph and Clay broke the three-point record while I was with while the team. He was there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So how am I jealous when I'm sitting there in the corner passing to these dudes? I'm used to getting 20 shots and averaging 30. My mm -hmm. points per game went down when I went to the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, come on, man. I was about the group always. Mm -hmm. Never jealous of no teammate ever. Come on, fam. Like, and that's what's, and it comes from, and I was disappointed with the Bay Area media because they started mustering up their story mm -hmm. after the me and Draymond incident. And I was disappointed in them because the Tim Kawakami's people I would have real conversations with when they walk into the locker room. Dieter, what's the last name? Curtainback, yeah. uh, Monty Poole, uh, like I'm missing a couple of other people. And it was so amazing people, but if you come into my face and we having real dialogue and acting, you know, you trying to, we're actually building a friendship and then go behind my back and say these things about how, you know, I'm jealous and how I started an argument with Draymond or how I'm looking to leave. It's just like, don't be fake in my face and then, yeah. and then call me sensitive when I call you out. Cause it's more, it feels personal at this point. You I like what, what you said to Stephen A. Like you can criticize me every day of the season. The one time I criticize you, now I'm the asshole. Exactly. Which is like, Exactly. Which is hilarious, but it, but it's true, and I thought it was a great point, and, and and I think it's true of here as well. Like, yo, if they can do all that, and it, it is their job in a sense to criticize you, but it's also you as a, you know, as a reader, as a as a follower to go, yo, that was an informed one at that to go, yo, but, that wasn't the but right. To call me jealous though, is that really criticizing me? No, that's that's I mean, an attack. Anyway, it's just lying on your name. That's a, yeah, that's it's, an attack to call me to say that I'm a diva or to say that. I alienated myself. I alienated my teammates. Like, like, is that, I don't think that's criticism. I just think that's a pure attack. Like, if you criticize my basketball, if you criticize my basketball game and what I didn't do and what I need to get, you know what I mean? If you criticizing that, but the the small intricate stuff that happens in the locker room that you, I know you're not there for. Yeah. I don't believe that's criticism. You know what I'm saying? I just think that's just a, just you lying and attacking yeah. me. So yeah, of course I'm gonna say something about that because. I know what I bring to a locker room. I know what I bring to my teammates and in the organization as a worker, as a basketball player. And then as a personality, uh, I don't get in the way of nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't, oh, I don't demand anything. So I'm easy to work with on that side too. So I know all of this stuff is lies. And I just wonder why everybody want to lie on my name like that.
It was it was it was unnecessary drama, and again, like. But it felt like it was it was unnecessary drama built up by a lot of other people. Yeah. But as they threw it like, or me as if I was creating all of this drama. Mm-hmm. But my presence probably was just doing it. Oh, you didn't sign a, you came back on a one year deal. It's like, well, why is that such a problem? <laughs> <laughs> why is that making you feel away? Yeah. I didn't I didn't sign a three year deal to stay here for a couple more, like why is that a problem? That has nothing to do with what I'm, how I'm operating in the locker room. Right what, what, what gets me is you, you took less money to go Three years. to open up for Eagle Dollar. Three you, straight years. Each time you, you literally played to the point of injury the last time you were on the court with them. Devastating injury. Um, you know, and that's all been covered and, and have you been hurt and all that stuff before it's all been covered, but like literally gave it like all like in this, yes, in this right? Man, I wanted to win it. You want to win a title? Win a three try- <laughs> I wanted know? to win three in a row with these dudes. Like I was going to solidify a lot of stuff and that, you know, so I was excited about once we beat Portland, I was just like, oh yeah. I knew we was going to mop Portland up. Once we, <laughs> once I got hurt in Houston, I was like, if we get through this series, cause you know, we had a, Tough game on the road, so I was like, all right, let's, let's get through this series. It's for sure we're going to the finals. And I'm like, I'm talking to our trainer, I'm like, I'm definitely going to play. Like, I need to play in this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Missing the finals over some shit where I feel like, because at that time, I'm running, I'm like shooting jump shots. I'm like, yo, if I could just be out there and stand out there and be a decoy <laughs> for these dudes and help them out, you know what I mean? Because I know I bring a little bit of fear out to, to my opponents when mm-hmm. I'm out on the court, so. You know, I was just thinking like that, man. So to hear all of this stuff about I had ulterior motives and I was selfish, and I was just like, man, it, it, that hurt more than anything because a lot of that was coming from Bay Area media, and I was, and I was, um, and I was really opening myself up and trying to build relationships with everybody there. So it felt like a slap in the face, but you know, then a certain side of me is like, well, I'm supposed to expect that. Like, I don't expect these people to be my friends. Yeah. Like, that was my fault at the end of the day. So I shouldn't have opened up that much. I shouldn't have expected them to be, you know, cool and court and be friends with me or to do right by me, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I felt I felt like, yeah, of course I felt hurt from it, but you know, it's a lesson learned. The other thing from the finals is uh Tatum. I think that was, those are the two things that excited me going to that series. One is like, yo, can Steph have this great series? And he did. And the other one was like, can Jaden, you know, this is kind of his path to yeah. that elevation. Struggled a bunch of different ways and had found some successes in other points. But, you know, those were the things that were on the line to me. So it was dope to see one of them happen. How'd you think Tatum handled that? I think it's just, you know, he understood the weight. I don't know if that affected his performance, but he understood the weight of what was there. And now I'm excited to see what he does in response. Yeah. I felt like he, I, th- I felt like he was mentally in it every game. No, um, he, he made great decisions, I think, on the court. He had some pretty high assist games. I think game two, he ended up having like 13 and they won. Yeah. Um, but it, I, mean, I felt like throughout that series, it's hard, because he played a lot of point guard that series. Yeah. And it's hard when your best scorer is your you're also facilitating, you know. So like you need you need him in his spots a little bit more. But he was such a great passer and so tall he could see over the defense. So for your best passer and your best scorer, it's kind of hard to figure out where to put him. And I felt like he was just in between. Like, all right, do I score? Do I pass? 
when to be aggressive, you know? So there's a lot of thinking out there for him, but that's what the finals is, is a thinking game. Golden State is the best in the league out there. I mean, Wiggins, <coughs> Wiggins obviously played him tough and, and just made it tough to get around him and be where he wanted to be on the yeah. floor. Yeah, Wiggins is athletic enough and um, to slide for 94 feet. Like, he'd be good on any player, yeah. especially a tall guy, somebody taller than him, you know? It's easy to guard us because we're taller than everybody. Yeah. We know we can dribble, and even though you we can that. make plays from out there, it's like no matter how low I get, you can get lower, you know what I'm saying? So um, you've seen that a lot with Tatum, you know, and they, he pressured him full court mm -hmm. and uh, just made it tough on him, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm be fascinated to see how he bounces back. Same yeah. for Jalen, same for that team. Yeah, I mean, them dudes, them dudes is like – you got uh, some team you gotta be afraid of next year. They ain't one of them teams because they got the yeah. same core. They've been there plenty of times. They felt they know what it feels like to be up in the finals. It's first year coach. He's first, gonna get he's a champion. He understands what it is to win. You know, so yeah, they, so that was the one thing I'll say about them is they they weren't scared. No. They made mistakes. They and I think that ultimately is why they lost the series. But they weren't scared at the moment. They played a lot of big games. They were there for the intensity. They want to. The game they wanted to go to state, it was game one. That crazy was a good crowd, game. crazy intensity. Oh yeah, Draymond. I I tweeted that when the game was going back and forth, my brother. <laughs> I know you take everything personal. I know you want to take shots at everybody that y'all want, but the game was going back and forth. And they probably was up, I think they was up when I tweeted that. If I remember the if I recall correctly, it was like a sequence where Tatum hit a like a disgusting shot and then Steph hit like a disgusting yeah. shot. Yeah. And it was like the, just the shot making was just yeah the stupid. shot yeah come on man like I got he made it seem like I was choosing sides like I wanted both of y'all to play great basketball and I, I and I if I could I wish both of y'all lost <laughs> the fuck <laughs> everybody loses yeah, only one yeah, thing we fuck you talking man. about I ain't choosing no sides with you niggas man <laughs> let's talk Draymond who's discussed you quite a bit he's been on our show you've been on his show. New media, you're new media. You've claimed it. You, you, you have a podcast. I don't even know media. what that means. Would uh, he clarify? He clarified too. The one he asked, the question he answered about the offenses and the difference. He was specifically asked about you, which goes back to what we were saying. Yeah, you being the topic of the conversation. But yeah, you know, people continue to try to put pit you two together as well mm -hmm. and against each other. And I know, having been with y'all. It's kind of like the nature of your relationship. Like you kind of are just in a bump a little, bump heads a little bit. But I mean, there's not beef here. People, there's nah, some beef here. Nah, I mean, no, nah, I wouldn't call it no beef. I don't beef with anybody. Like that's some childish shit. If we got a problem with one another, we can easily handle that and talk about it. Yeah. But me and Draymond don't have a a real problem. We might disagree on some shit. But you, you know what I'm saying? But, but it's we like, get to disagree. Yeah, like, it's nothing. It's nothing real to the point where, you know. Anything could go down. I never felt that way, you know. But, um, but that whole argument and that whole game, <laughs> like that, just threw some funk in our relationship. Before then, it was like, you know, tight. We brothers, like, and the outside felt looked at it that way. Yeah. But now, before then, it just feels, you know, after that, it just feels like, you know, what I mean, just a lot of tension. Well, people feel it's a lot of tension, but it's like, nah. We played the Olympics together. We won another championship. We felt like together after that in the Olympics, you know. So it felt like, um, yeah, just disagreements here and there. Yeah, I mean, Draymond is talkative. He is 
by nature it seems. It's just him. And he enjoys it. And and shit, me and you are the same way. We like disagreeing motherfuckers too and telling you why you wrong. So I I get what he's getting at, but you know, it's going to clash and that's fine. It just feels that way from the outside. Yeah. But more times than not, we agreed on shit. Okay, so Charles Barkley. Another name. Bus riders, bus drive. Like, what does that even mean? We play a team game, I thought, at the end of the day. And we all play with great players. But I feel like I can stand out amongst any player. I don't have to minimize myself, even if I'm around great players. Mm-hmm. So, nah, I never looked at it as, as if I'm riding a bus, because I played a lot of minutes, and I scored a lot of points for that team. <laughs> so if you could, if I was a 12th man on the team, and then bump, and then play no type of minutes, and after eight points, and I'm walking around here like I'm the best player in the league, which I don't even do mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I can average 30 points, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so to, like, that, that shit just don't make sense to me. Like, man, I don't care about these guys. I'm going to criticize them because that's my job. But what about the brotherhood? Like, you're supposed to be. Then, then you say, I, don't get res- I won't get respect from the legends. Like, what legends? What group of legends you talking about? Like, who? Who won't respect me? Because every time I run into a legend, I get nothing but love. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, who, are these, who is the group of guys that I'm supposed to go have a conversation with the, to, to ask if I can get respect from like, you know, it's just a bunch of shit you just make up, like bus riders, bus drivers. Bro, I played a lot of minutes. I shot a lot of shots. I made a lot of shots. What are you talking about? <laughs> the agenda to minimize you historically has been really weird to watch. Yeah, it's just, it's been, that's why I be feeling like, yo, y'all just be hating on the, on the God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what, I, what have I done for you to want to discredit everything? I, I put in a lot of work for this game. I've been at it for 15, 16 years. You'll think I'm a six-year veteran in the league, the way people talk about me. Like, I ain't did shit before I went to Golden State. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of y'all ain't watch OKC games unless they was prime time, but like, Go do your research, fam. I've been this. Like, I've been <laughs> at this level. You know what I'm saying? I had shoes. I had MVP before I met these guys. And we did something special together. But don't, don't try to take away from what, what I've done, bro. I was just talking to somebody here. Game five of the, of the Buck series, that performance, one of the greatest performances ever. But the conversation then was just, it was clear. The best player alive. It was people on the other team saying that, and it was clear, like, an absolutely historic player. There was no question. And it's funny how fickle it is because even that, I was 12 just, months later, it's like. But even that, like, if I have a great game, like, I don't want no praise from y'all. Like, my only <laughs> thing is to win the championship. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do every time I step up. How are we going to work towards winning the championship? So when I was when we lost in the in the second round last year, when I was scoring well and people was like, "Oh wow, Katie, you actually are good." I'm sitting there like, <laughs> "It's my 14th year," and then he's just saying that like, "I didn't know you can do that." Like, what have you been watching? <laughs> so it was like, "Don't hype me up now that yeah. I had this." Like, I don't want none of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't care for none of that talk. You know what I'm saying? So like, none of that shit means nothing to me because I still got to get up and work. On my game, even though I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that noise around me don't stop talking like that. Like, I don't give a fuck about if I'm the best player in the league. I know what I bring every night. We, um, we had a conversation the other day about working and about when you miss work, 
like the pressure you put on yourself. Mm, yeah. Tell me more about that because yeah, I just, that blew, this blew my mind when you said this. Yeah, I mean, because I... Let me set the stage, though. Yeah, go ahead. So me and the trainer, we end up on the same flight. We hop off the plane. We drive straight here together. And you're ready. Shorts, you got your shoes next to you. No bullshit. Like, everything's... You were ready to go to the gym. You missed the gym yesterday. It was a whole thing. And to the point where it's like, all right, let me put my stuff down. By the time I get to the car, in the car, seatbelt on, like, you're ready to go fucking work out. Yeah. We go, you get a great workout, and you sit there, and you and you start explaining to me, like, yo, I missed two days, and I feel like like I lost, like, a little, you know? Yeah. Well, it just gnaws at you at all times? It's always, it always felt like that. It's just always, you always hear, like, uh, if you're not working, somebody else is getting better than you. So that when I heard that as a kid, that shit just... <laughs> Was in, embedded in my brain to the point where I've um, I start stressing myself out over that shit. Like if I haven't worked out two days, I'm constantly thinking about like with my jump shot ain't ain't where it should be. <laughs> with my lift ain't good on my three pointers. Mm-hmm. Like I just start overthinking when I don't get in there. But when I get a consistent diet of working on my shot, on my shot, and feeling good and comfortable with my dribble and handle and my body and stuff, like then I feel more at ease sitting at, on the game for six hours, you know what I'm saying? Or watching TV <laughs> all day, you know? So I feel like I gotta get, I gotta fine tune something before I can go enjoy what this life brings, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and losing early in the playoffs, I just felt, I just felt like I didn't deserve to be outside, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's a little, little certain stuff I'll be trying having to get over still because you know, I enjoy playing, and I still look at it as if I'm a kid playing the game. So mm-hmm. some of those, stu- some of those mentalities, I got to get over because, you know, I'm a grown up now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I think it was, it was just so. I didn't expect that, but I think it's a beautiful, it's a kind of encapsulation of you. It's a double-edged sword, man, because it keeps me on edge for sure, but it also stresses me out. Well, and that's what it was. That's what came off to me is was stress. But the fact that you, at your level of playing this game, and a very nice jacket over there says you're one of the best ever, to like, even now, all your accomplishments to go, I fucking, I can't fucking believe I missed two days. Yeah, it's what just. What the fuck? And, and like I said, we were laughing because you literally in the car waiting for us. How <laughs> yeah. you waiting for us? Yeah, no. I'm, and I'm like, you know, but yeah. that's just, that explains. The levels and then these workouts, I'm I'm rebounding. So every once in a while you do like a swipe through and a floater, and your big ass is like shooting right in front of me. I'm like, fuck, this is no wonder this fucking guy's hard to guard. <laughs> yeah. But these are like intense workouts, and it was. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the that's the most important time, like that that that, that personal time in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time with your teammates and working through schemes and trying to be a great team. Um, and sometimes you can lose sight of you as an individual trying to do all of that stuff. So when you're in the gym and focusing on your craft and your skills and how you can be your best to bring to the team, I, that's, I think that's, the, that's what the game is to me. You know? mm-hmm. Because we're all individuals trying to bring something special to a group. We're here for a reason. My role is to go out there and put the ball in the basket and make plays. So you know, while I'm working out, I just feel like um, you know, I got to fine tune every aspect of that. You know, before I can bring it to the team, before I feel comfortable enough to bring it to the team, you know. The other thing I was fascinated—it's pretty low maintenance situation. It's just you and the ball, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's fire. 
That's that's, that's kind of what it should be. It's yeah, not it's, overcomplicated. Yeah, it's usually three of us out there. Mm-hmm. Guy, I mean, um, a rebounder and passer and me, and shit, we just get it in for simple and efficient, man. Like I mean, just like to get in, get out, do my work, and have a little fun with it, you know. And so we got trainers that put a little challenge in there on three point, you know, in different areas of the floor for you to mm-hmm. mentally challenge yourself. Those I feel like are some of the best ways for me to get better, you know, when I'm got to make 10 out of 12 at a spot or 10 in a row from the mid-range, you know. So I feel like um, figuring out your routine and figuring out what works best for you every time you go in there is important. And um, I'm still, I feel like I'm still crafting that routine at this at this point in my career too. It's, a, it's, it's fascinating to watch. I wish, you know, it was something more people can see just like that that intensity is infectious you know we were talking about it earlier a couple of homies like how could you not want to fuck your workout up after that you know that's just like pre-workout so it's i mean and and it and it shows how you're able to find something what you do working out in the 15s kd 15s the best i'm sorry all my kd4 lovers kd6 lovers but the 15 is the best in the line. I ain't just saying that because they ain't new. <laughs> and I want you to buy them. And I'm going to shamelessly plug to buy my KD-15s when they drop. But these are the best ones. I believe when this comes out, they come out the following day. The 30th. Is it 30th? Is it 30th? I think it's the 30th. It's like an early thing on the 20th. Whatever. They come out soon. If you're on the lookout, you're yeah. fired up. The colorways yeah, I've seen. What are they? How are they? You know, when a few, when a few ladies said that they will rock them joints... I was like, all right, we might have. You might have, yes. Yeah, because the ladies matter more, man. I'm sorry, fellas, the Hoovers, I love y'all, but <laughs> once the ladies say I got something, man, I got something. Uh, what's the girl's name? She has some uh, exclusive joints. What? Uh, damn, what I color were they? They were like neon. WNBA, she had. A pair. Oh, uh, um, John Quill Jones. John Quill. She had like the Bahamas colorway, like yeah. Fire. She. So you had sent me like her highlights at one point. She, she looked like you out there. We heard this shit. She was doing like, oh shit. She's so nice. when I when I seen her pop up with the exclusive, I was like, you no, know, she. Hey man, she got to be the first one. You know what I mean? I think she's the first one to hoop in them on the court besides you. Um, yeah, besides me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she got to be the first one. My guy uh, Jarrell. Watch club, he had him. He was. Then he was I seen him I, when I seen his pick on the on the ground. I was like, yo, they even look nice. They don't look mm-hmm. too big. They just look perfect. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait till people get a chance to grab them and hoop in them and tell me. And I want to see the feedback. You know, tell Vern I need his pair. He he can get. He just got there. his, huh? Yeah, I'm about to just yeah. <laughs> just go snatch. Yeah, they fit. They close enough. But yeah, now nah, they they tough, man. I'm excited. Congrats. You're. The, Thank I think you. you're just the third Nike athlete ever to 15. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Mike, Cole. Oh, uh, yeah, me, Mike, Braun. Yeah. Did Cole get the? No. Cole didn't get the. I got the, he just late to Nike. Yeah, so that's good fun. The other thing we have to talk about, we was talking about this before we got recording. You already know, Drake's what? album. Ooh. What you think when you first heard it? So I was, was talking to some of the guys, and he, he asked me, I was shocked, but they asked me, oh, what do you think? I'm like, all right, let me listen. You know I wanted the raps. You know, I immediately wanted, you know, no friends in the industry, some shit like that. So it took a second, but 
when I left the house and heard this in the element. Yes. I was like, ah. When I calmed down, because when I first heard it, I mean, I heard rumblings <laughs> that it would be a dance album, but I didn't know what a dance album meant for Drake. Yeah. Like, you never know what that means. So when I first played it, I'm expecting straight Omerta, mm-hmm. Diplomatic Community, That's what I wanted. Bars. And uh, so it took me, it threw me off for a second. And then once I started listening to what he was actually saying, and then the beat started to just take control, I was like, yeah, he got on with this one. Mm-hmm. And it's just, a, it's just a pivot. Like, What I like is the writing, which took me a second to get into. Yeah. It's R&B, Drake. It's just perfect. He kills it. He kills um, it. Every bar, as always. Yo, you, your mama was the sweetest lady. The apple fell far from the tree. <laughs> 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 I found a new muse. It's like how many people you send that one to? I send it's in the Apple. We had this in the Apple line. Yeah, yeah, you got Drake bar for every moment. <laughs> yeah. But I, I came to enjoy it, man. Yeah, I, me too. Me I too. listened on the flight here, and it was like, yeah, me too. It's overdrive. It's, a, it's one of them joints where um, he dropped at a perfect time, started the summer, like just lasted throughout the whole summer. So he said the raps are on the way. I hope so. He said this, so I can say it out loud. He said it himself. He, he said did? the raps are on the way. He said it on the series. Oh, and, oh, he did say that, huh? So we can say it. The raps are on the way. I've been told. How long do you think he's going to let this play out until the raps come? August? I need the raps by 4th of July. That's like, too <laughs> <laughs> That's like I need to be at the 4th of July party two with, weeks. The, with, the, with the 5 a.m. in Calabasas type shit. I need that. But I don't know. They said soon. So we'll see how soon. But this is Fourth of July party vibes too. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know if you're gonna give us a, give us the raps that soon though, fam. Did did this kick uh, Kendrick out of your? Uh, it was not tape deck no more. But did it kick it out <laughs> your playlist? You like Kendrick's album? I, I, I like Kendrick album. Yeah, I like I like. Shit, I love that joint. I ain't gonna lie. It's like I go to at least five songs and listen to five songs on that joint every day. Um, but when Drake drop, he always get the number one spot in the playlist. It's the newest one. Yeah, it's, gotta get the number it. one spot. What Everybody else? else fighting for a second. What else I'm listening to real, real quick? Boogie, I like his. He album. dropped he the album. That. Yeah, he needs his heart. It's hard. It's it's hard. I went to his listening party. I like Boogie. He's fire. His album is tough. He rapping, rapping on there. Huh? Yeah. Have you ever heard of Leaf Ward? Yeah, from Philly. I fuck with Leaf Ward. I I'm thought late. Leaf War used to hoop when I first heard his name. He looked like a hooper, I believe it. <laughs> uh, but now I, I seen a, I think I seen an interview of his, I forget who it was, on YouTube, and then I started, I didn't know he rapped, and then um, I seen a couple of joints, I'm like, yo, yeah, he got my that boy, Philly sound. Uh, my boy Plus from back home, I was at the crib. He dropped I, the album, or the project? Yeah, yeah, album recently. Check that out too. Uh, when I went back home, my daughter's graduation, plus played that shit. I'm like, hey, you know, I had to do the, what is this? Oh, you didn't know who he was at the nah, time? Nah, put me on, I was late. And then I had a couple people telling me, man, you hella late. I'm like, bro, my bad. Like, yeah, I, I missed something. I was late. I was late on Leaf Ward. Uh, he got, he he hungry, right? He, he sound hungry. Bodie got a new one. That's, that shit's tough. Yeah, I like that Bodie album. I mean, everything Bodie dropped. Yeah, he fire. don't miss. Like, he don't miss. He don't miss. Sizzle redrop. She dropped two more songs? How many songs? Four, five? She needs to drop that album. She needs to drop the album. I don't know what she was. I love what that album. Five years? Six years? Six years. I'm sick of her shit. <laughs> I'm sick of her shit, too. But that song, 2 AM, it's like a, a P&D remix. 
I've been listening to that song for like a year straight. Yeah. You be on I'm YouTube talking with, like. You was on YouTube with it or yeah, SoundCloud? I was putting it on story <laughs> and shit, right? I'm talking like at the gym, that shit on a loop. Hour, just get the whole workout in. So I'm, I'm geeked at that. And she don't miss either. Like. She don't. She's, I, I was talking to somebody about the other day. I'm like, does she have any song that I don't like? No. I feel like every song she's made. Every song she it. made has been, been tough. Yeah. What's, what else? What else is recent? I. I what was not the I'm biggest Kendrick album fan. Babyface yeah. Ray had a deluxe. That's fire. A lot of your um, Tim's. The future song got me. It finally converted me. She's amazing. She doesn't miss either. Future. Did you like Future's oh album? Of course, the goat. <laughs> that was the album. I, him and before Drake, it was him and Kendrick. I was just going back and forth. Yeah. Um. And then. Uh, I still listen to Future every day. Puffin' on Zooty is probably the best song of the year. I like Seven Seven Twelve better. I mean, it's right there. And Puffin' like on Zooty is better. Like Puffin' on Zooty is hard. I like Chickens better, and I like the uh, joint with him and Kodak. Kodak. That also, joint has not And Kodak on, on Kendrick album. Killed it on there. Destroyed. I think he had the best song on there, too. I think that's the Free best Spirit. song? I think it's the best song. On the album? Yeah, on Kendrick's album. That's ridiculous. It's like three of them that are like. What did you like off the album? Rich Spirit, uh, the song with Kodak, uh, the song with Blast. Kind of all the basic ones everybody likes. Hold on, let me see which ones. Where's my phone? You're right here. Which ones did I pull from Kendrick's album? Um, I started listening to Doja Cat. N95, you like Doja Cat? She's fire. She can rap too, right? Yo, I'm telling you, it just, you know, some songs they got to hit you at the right time or whatever. What song are you listening to from Doja? I listen, I put that album on shuffle and go to drive or do the gym or do whatever. Right That's there. hilarious you listen to. Yo, uh, she, it blew my mind. She it, that hard? That hard. I'm, I, I, I would not steer you wrong. But yo, since everybody likes the Drake album, I need them to go back to the Weekend album too, because it's the same vibes. Same vibes. What do you? You finally saw Batman. That was like a running joke over here. You loved Batman. I seen it like twelve times. <laughs> I got to see Top Gun next in Jurassic World, and I'll be good for. The I need summer. to see Top Gun. I heard Top Gun. I was heard elite. it's amazing. You need to watch The Boys. Have you watched this season? Yeah, of the Boys? not this season, but I watched The Boys before. It's time to log in. All the way through. I've been watching Stranger Things too. I've never watched that. It's great. Never? Nah. Oh. It's good. It's good. You got to start from, man. I got start Incredible. I've been, I've been told to watch it. Incredible. Gotta you got to watch it. it. The uh, last season just dropped. Um, yeah, man. You know, slow motion in the summertime, bro. I don't be doing much. I love the vibes out here. I told you that when I got here. I love the vibes. Good, relaxed vibes out on the West Coast. Good weather. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man. Chilling. Excited to catch up. Let's not uh, wait so long next time. Yeah. Um, hopefully everybody got their sound bites for mm. all their drama. <laughs> um, yeah, there was no... <laughs> it's not going to dead the convo, but at least we have it's came out and told everybody that... You just yeah. heard from me. We're, like, take it from me. That's what this would be about. <laughs> take it from me. Please. But, uh, no, nah, man, thanks. Thanks for having me and uh, here at the crib and invite me to the to the workouts and stuff and it's been fun and can't wait to see you back on the court on the court but 
Don't rush. Enjoy yeah. your off season. Yeah, I'm already. I just man, I miss the routine, though, man. I miss the season. Our, our boy was telling me that earlier, like just the camaraderie and just competitiveness of being part of the group. Just being part of the NBA in general. That's man. what he was it's saying just, when he got out of the so, league. Yeah. He looked back and said, "Fuck, I need that." Man, it's just such a because <laughs> it's like being a part of this fraternity, even though we're not. All of us aren't as close, like everybody. It's not real brotherhood as much as people think. But you got your, you got your folks that you met in this, and it's like, it's so amazing to be a part of this shit, man. So when you away and you actually on your own or doing your own thing in the summer, I miss. I, I don't know about other players, but I just miss the routine. I miss being part of the league. It's incredible. It's a, it's a great community, like you said. Everybody's, everybody has their own lives. They can't yeah. be as close. But I'll meet people and they're like, you know, they yeah. recognize me is being around you or and, nah, and, and, and a, now we're buddies and, and, and it goes it's an amazing on. community. The man. reverence people have for you, this is this what cracks me up the most. And so I tell people when I was tell people in real life. The I've seen you approached by many level of player, former player, current player, whatever, basketball world people. Mm-hmm. And the reverence and the respect that in real life that you yeah, get that's versus just, the online chatter. It's such a contrast. Yeah, that's what I just be wanting people to realize, but what happens in real life? You know? One day we're gonna quit Twitter and all we're gonna have is real life and we're, we're probably gonna feel way better. I don't think so. But not no time soon. I don't, I don't believe that. Do you, do you think you could quit Twitter? Yeah, easily. But I don't believe our lives would be better because Shit. we're not on Twitter anymore. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> what you waiting on? I need to be like, Four more levels of famous, and then I can just pass my accounts <laughs> over, and then like I can just and just watch from afar. I can get a burner and just be privately obnoxious rather than publicly obnoxious. I like being publicly obnoxious. I do too, but like it's just way better. It's yeah, man. It's now that I've, and I still got burners too, but yo, shout out like help me out, man, because after you lost for like a month, everything I tweeted was like. Now you Katie understand. Katie got swept. I'm yeah. like, yo, all right, bro. How's Cancun? The trollers. So let's just like win it next year. I don't have to deal with that, and, and we'll both be better off for it. Yeah, you take a victory wait. lap once you. Oh, you, your receipts are gonna be crazy. <sighs> I'm gonna be. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick. Y'all cool. don't want me at a pro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Eddie, man, get back on the float. <laughs> Why are you in the? I'm in the middle of the street. For sure. <laughs> Y'all don't want me at a parade, but yeah, man. Again, thanks. It was great, and uh, we'll talk soon. No doubt, brother.